Hi, girlies. Welcome back to another episode of the Glow Up Secrets podcast. My name is Alicia Gogan, the host of the Glow Up Secrets podcast, where I help you expand your mind and become more self-aware so that you can glow up into the best version of yourself. I am so happy to be here for another week on the Glow Up Secrets podcast. Happy Thursday, everyone. If you're not listening to this on a Thursday, happy whatever day that it is. So glad you're listening. I want to quickly mention that the Glow Up Secrets podcast is growing, girlies, and I am so here for it. I'm getting more listeners, and not only that, but I'm getting so many of you guys messaging me on Instagram and sometimes even in my TikTok comments, just letting me know how much some of my episodes have been resonating with you guys, and I think it's just so amazing and it blows my mind every time i know that i have a following and people listen to my content but to truly let me know that you have struggled with some of the things that i have either struggled with or currently are or whatever the case is even the fact that you just come to me and share any piece of your life or your story with me i really appreciate it it also makes me feel like a part of your world not just you guys listening to the content that i put out i really truly feel like that is what creates the community feel for me and my personal opinion so yeah i just want to kind of send some acknowledgement to all of you guys i hear you i'm listening to you and i love to talk to you guys and of course when you guys share the podcast or even leave reviews i'm obsessed with it and i love that so i appreciate all of you guys who listen and any new listeners maybe this is the first episode you're listening to either way it's going to be a good episode because today we're going to be talking about how it's not your responsibility to fix other people's unhealed traumas And I'm going to tell you a quick little story of my personal experience with dealing with somebody especially very close to me in my life who has a lot of unhealed traumas and how I've dealt with that and my advice to you, to somebody who is currently dealing with somebody in their life, whether it's family or even a relationship or a friendship where you're on this healing journey right now and you, let's say, have been for a while and you now start to see the contrast, you start to see other people around you potentially not putting in the work that you are or you can clearly tell that they are acting and they are saying and they are doing things out of a lot of unhealed wounds and just places in their lives and you most likely because you care about them and you love them and you've been on this healing spiritual journey whatever it is you want to kind of help them along in their journey but Of course, if you're listening to this episode, you know that it's not easy and it's hard for you to help somebody get to the place where you're trying to be. So I want to kind of talk about all of this. I posted on my Instagram story what you guys wanted to talk about in this podcast and you guys literally all mentioned this. I want to read a few responses because I I think it just blows my mind how we we are all on the same journey. It's insane. So a lot of responses that I got were like, can you talk about hanging out with family when they always trigger you? Can you talk about boundaries, how to handle family and friends who aren't on the same healing journey as you and they're stuck in their ways? Weak external support systems with friends and families and bad listeners. Like all of this, like 
toxicity, I guess, when it comes to family members or friends. Now, I want to use the term toxic lightly because really and truly you're going to hear in a little bit that at the end of the day, everyone is trying to do the best that they can. Even if you look at people and you think like, wow, they are so toxic. I, I come from a place of a lot of love and compassion for people who are hurting deeply in their lives because I've seen it firsthand and I've also hurt myself. Like I've also been in the unhealed lifestyle myself. So I just think that when I'm saying toxic, it's just because kind of it's a taboo, not a taboo, but it's a uh, trendy word right now that you guys will understand what I'm saying when I say it. So I want to give you a quick little story for some of you guys who don't know. I have struggled with my mother who has dealt with addictions for basically all of my teen and adult life. My father passed away when I was 16 years old, and that's a whole nother story. I've talked about it plenty of times and how he has really made an imprint on me in terms of my own self-worth and um, how I express myself in life. But on the flip side, I've had this very strange relationship with my mom because in my teens and all the way up to the age that I'm at right now, she has struggled with addictions and hard addictions, bad addictions, and it's really impacted a lot of my life. And I also want to preface this that she does know that I talk about this and I have talked about this because her struggle with addictions is a part of my life story and it can't not be and she is very kind of respectful of that and I love her for that. So I've always had a really deep attachment with my mother because of course she's my mother and she's also been that parent that was the opposite of my father. She was very loving, very accepting. She was kind of my savior in the times that I felt so unsafe with my father and she worked a lot. So anytime she was working, I was with my father and I just like, I didn't enjoy being around him. He was a tyrant. He was strict. He didn't allow me to be a child the way that I should have. And that was from his own unhealed traumas. And I've dealt with that as well. But with that said, it kind of created an even deeper bond with me and my mother. And so when it came out that she was struggling with addictions, basically around the time that my father had passed away is when it started coming out. I didn't really understand it. Of course, I never really struggled with a parent who had addictions, at least from what I was aware of. And so it was obviously something new for me to understand and be able to live with. And so she unfortunately was in a lot of denial and she was trying to hide it from me for the longest time. And so that kind of confused me as well because I would have my family calling me and telling me like, oh, your mom's um, not doing well and this, that. But then I would come to her and be like, hello, like what's happening? And she'd be like, I'm fine, I'm fine. So anyone who has really struggled with a parent who has dealt with addictions, you know the type of lying and the type of facade and the manipulation that goes on. And now, again, this is not to send hate to my mother or anyone who's been in this position, but that is what addictions will do to you is you will lie to the people who are the most important to you because you are so deeply in this addiction. And again, this this advice I'm going to give you is going to be applicable to people who are not maybe addicted, but let's say that they just struggle with being toxic and they have specific patterns or beliefs that are just not healthy. So please just listen to this. I think it will still be helpful. But when she would lie and say that everything was fine, 
I believed her because I loved her and I was attached to her. And then over the years, of course, she kind of got worse off and I started to really see who she was and how deeply ingrained these addictions were within her behaviors and her life. And of course, I obviously felt the effects firsthand financially and just being very detached from her, unfortunately, emotionally, because she wasn't emotionally able to be around me and be the way that she used to be as a mother. And also, I had this picture of how my mother was supposed to be and show up in my life and how I also saw other mothers show up in my friends' lives that I wasn't getting from my mom. And I started to create a lot of resentment towards her without even knowing it was very subconscious. Now looking back, I had a lot of attitude and I really was not that respectful to my mom. And I lost a lot of respect from her just from the subtle things that she would do every day and how she wouldn't show up as the mother that I needed her to be. And I was very unaware of these things. And the sad part is, is that the more that somebody lies to you and says that they're going to change but then they don't, you unfortunately start to become very disappointed and get let down and learn that you can't trust this person and start to take things that they say with literally the smallest grain of salt. And that's unfortunately what started to happen throughout the years. I first believed her and I had faith in her every time that she said she would change or she would go to rehab or she would get the help that she needed, she would fall right back in. A lot of it was because I didn't really truly understand addictions and how much help you truly need and how much unhealed trauma needs to be healed for you to get out of addictions the way that I understand it now. And so again, back then I had a lot of kind of resentment for the times that she would say that she would change and then she wouldn't. And again, it's no fault to my own. If you're told by somebody that they're going to change and then they don't, it's not bad of you or wrong of you to have believed them and now you feel let down like that's you know it's a normal thing so over the years once I started to realize like it was going to take a lot for her to change and there was many many times where she wouldn't I realized that I was not going to be the one that was going to make her change as much as I held on to that I held on that to that belief that I was her child and she was going to change for her child and unfortunately that is not the case and I don't want to say that to anyone who is struggling with a parent who deals with addictions or just a parent who is just toxic or unhealed or whatever the case is it's not that like you are unworthy of them changing for you. It's just people's addictions and traumas go way deeper and way past anything that you could ever do for them to change. Like it's so true and it's a hard truth because you think that if you are their child or somebody that's so important to them, why wouldn't they change? Why wouldn't they change for you? Can't they see that if they change their actions, then their financial situation will change, which will help you and help your whole family grow and prosper and all of the things that you know that if they just did would make life better, but then they don't do it. It's not going to be you to be able to change their mind about it. And I want to let you know before I give you some tips about how the process works is to know that right now my mom still struggles with a lot of things that she struggled in her past now she's a lot better than she was before and i don't want to give too deep too much detail because of course like i'm trying to protect 
her piece, but also it's not necessarily needed for me to go through all of the traumatic things that I went through when it came to dealing with a parent with addictions. I think that if you struggle with a parent or a friend or anyone, you know the traumas that you have been put through and now have to work through. So I don't necessarily need to re-traumatize anyone and give details. But at the end of the day, I want to give you some tips. And I think the process in which I, looking back, I went through to get to a place where now I accept what is, which is my mom is not perfect and she has a lot of work to still do and I am not attached to her the way that I used to be and I'm not attached to how I think she should have been as a mother the way that I used to be and how I'm finding peace in that, which I never thought that I would because I was so attached to having a parent the way that I thought that I should have had the parent and also losing my dad like of course you know you you basically lose two parents to things that are out of your control and it kind of makes you look at everything else or everyone else's relationships that you see around you as like why couldn't that have been my parents and why and look at all the things that I'm missing out on and I've I like I would like to say I've come to the other side of that and it took me a long time but I want to give you the process in which I went through to kind of be in the mindset that I'm at now. So I think the first thing that you need to do when it comes to just seizing all responsibility when it comes to trying to fix other people and getting them to change or see things the way that you are is to surrender. To understand that it is not your job to change people, to make people see what you see. And I know it's hard, especially when it comes to people who are really close to you and that you love because you inherently believe because you are family or you're close friends or you're in a romantic partnership that it should be all on you to make them see what you have been seeing in terms of your healing journey or to help them. It's our natural instinct to want to help the people that we love. We want to support. We want to give them resources. Do you know how many times not only my family but myself has given my my mother the tools that she needs and all of the blueprint and everything that you would think somebody needs to get out of the situation that they are in? Do you know how many times that I have done that but it was not put to good use. Why? Because people are on different timelines. I personally believe you come into this world with specific intentions and timelines. And so to think that everyone should do as you do is kind of naive in the nicest way possible. So I think that it might take time for you to surrender because I like to say that it took me a while for me to surrender to the fact that my mom was not going to change on my timeline, even though I needed her to change in so many pivotal moments in my life. And it took me a while. It took me a lot of growth and a lot of introspection and a lot of healing on my own part to kind of step back and see that she's going to heal on her own timeline. And... With that, I think you should give yourself some grace and some time if you have been struggling with holding on to the idea of helping other people and trying to fix your friends or your family and giving advice and all of that. And I think this goes into the next thing, which would be 
you're going to probably go through a little bit of a grieving process. When I realized that I had to surrender in order to protect my peace when it came to trying to change somebody so important in my life, I went through a grieving process with me personally because it was my mother and I was so attached to her. I grieved the fact that I might not ever have the relationship that I always wanted with my mother. I still don't know if I'm going to have that deep, meaningful, healthy relationship with my mother in my future with my children and my new family when I create my own type thing that I've been wishing for. And I know it kind of sounds dark and it sounds sad, but I think that you have to sit with your inner child. This is where I'm going to bring it back to inner child healing, girlies. We know that there's going to be a part of you, an inner child part of you that's going to long for that connection with your romantic partner or your friend or your father or your sister, brother, whatever it is that you might not ever get. And I think to ignore that that's potentially a potential or has been that you've already lost that relationship is to kind of just deny and ignore your inner child. And we know that it's never good to ignore your inner child. You should be sitting with your inner child in the part of it that feels sad and like they lost a parent because it can be. I've lost a parent, but I have also lost a parent that has been alive but has unfortunately missed out on a lot of very important things in my life that I had wished that she was showing up in a different way. I don't want to say missing because she has been a huge part of my life and I'm really close with my mom. Despite all the things that we've been through, I'm really close with her and I'm going to talk about that in another tip. But you know, there's going to be a part of you that wishes that person showed up in in a different way. So I think allowing yourself to kind of almost grieve that loss And give yourself the space and the acceptance that, yeah, you feel disappointed and you have been let down by this parent. And I think once you do this surrendering and kind of this grieving process, again, it's going to take you some time, could take you a few weeks, a month, year. I don't know. It depends, right? It depends on your situation. But really just giving yourself that time and any time that you have a feeling of of letdown, of missing that person or grieving the fact that you might not get this person to be showing up in your life the way that you wanted them to, just sit with yourself and allow yourself to feel okay and, and or sad about it. Like It's okay that you feel this way. I think it's so important that you keep continuously reminding yourself. There are days that I sit here and I wish that you know my mom could show up the way that I wished her to throughout my life or that how I miss my father and how, you know, I think everyone who's lost a father always thinks about their marriage and being like, well, I'm not going to have him walk me down the aisle or just grieving the fact that even the relationship that I had with him was not even as healthy as some women get to experience with their own fathers. So really giving yourself that space is so key. I think the next part of this process for me was to learn that my peace is more important than the stress and the taking on of other people's unhealed traumas because this is the thing when it comes to taking on people's unhealed traumas and trying to fix them. With trying to fix somebody, you are taking on a lot of their own shit that is not yours to deal with again we think that we have this deep connection with somebody so we must take all of this on and the truth is 
is that you don't need to and it's actually doing a lot more harm to you than good. I like to think about this when it comes to even my friends. I'm that type of friend who gives the advice, who's the therapist friend and I think that in this year of my life, I'm only really starting to realize how it's not productive and not helpful and actually creates more stress and even trauma in a way to show up constantly as the person that tries to fix or help other people all of the time. It's inevitable that people who are doing toxic things in your life, they're going to either influence you or trigger you. And there comes a point in time where you have to set healthy boundaries with people. For me, when I started to realize like I wasn't going to be able to change my mother and I did that grieving process and I started to build my own life outside of relying on her emotionally and just being my only support system, I started to realize setting boundaries actually helped nurture this healing process when it comes to having a different perspective towards somebody who is, let's say, unhealed. So this is going to be very specific, but... Let me give you, I guess, some examples. So let's say that you rely on somebody financially. Let's say a husband or like a partner and you rely on them financially, but your whole dynamic is toxic. Like this person is not changing and they're very unhealed and you've realized like you've surrendered and you've, you've grieved and all of this kind of stuff, but you're still in this relationship with them. Well, I mean, when it comes to romantic relationship, at one point, you're probably going to have to realize, like, should I even be with this person or not? But again, this is this is just going to be dependent on the type of relationship that you have. But to set healthy boundaries, let's say if you were reliant on this person financially, well, what are some things that you could focus on in your day-to-day that is going to help you create more financial stability outside of this person so you do not have to rely on this person? Or let's say you live with a toxic person and you can't necessarily get away from them right now. Let's say it's a family member and you're like younger and you live at home. What are some things that you can do to get yourself outside of this toxic environment? For me, I lived in a very toxic environment, not only with my mother at one point, but with a lot of other people in this household. And I realized that the only thing that I can control was my own thoughts and my own actions. So I started to listen to podcasts. I started to go to the gym. I started to go for walks. I, anytime that I had to do any work, I would go to a coffee shop. I would take myself out of this environment. There's no point in you dwelling in the things that you cannot change. The only thing that you can do is take responsibility and try and create a life outside of this environment. Again, the more that we dwell and sit and obsess over the things that we cannot change, it really, it's not helpful. So what are some things that you can be doing that is going to help? These are things that create these healthy boundaries because what ends up happening is these boundaries don't change the person's actions but it actually helps take some stress off of the type of dynamic and relationship that you have with one another because you have your life outside of this person and you know, let's say you interact with this person, they trigger you some way or things don't go right in a specific situation. You know that you have your own life, your own little thing that you can fall back to. Or let's say you've created other relationships out of this friendship or something else. So you're not completely engulfed in just this one toxic relationship you have to remind yourself like you have to set these boundaries and take responsibility because again you're not going to be able to change this person as much as you love them you have to send love 
from a distance. And speaking about sending love from a distance, the fourth thing that I think is so crucial and which I think you will start to do once you go through this process is to send compassion to these people because they are human beings. I think when you're on a self-development journey and you're on a healing journey, spiritual, whatever the case, any type of journey where you're kind of stepping out of the old you and you're transforming, there's going to be a part of you that kind of potentially looks down on these people and a part of it is probably resentment, right? Like I told you, I had a lot of resentment towards my mom and I kind of would question like, how, how could you be a mother and act like a child and I'm the one that's the mother in this relationship and look at all the things that I have done and all the work that I put in and you haven't done anything. Like it's kind of a default mindset to go to, especially when you are in the self-development field. And I always like to try and remind people that people are not on your timeline. And of course you're going to have resentment and you want to work through that and stuff. But I think that if you start to set healthy boundaries and you do that work on yourself, because listen, you are not perfect yourself. Okay. It's very easy to put the blame on somebody else who is struggling a lot more than you to almost mask the things that you are probably doing wrong in your life or that are unhealed within yourself because we are all unhealed. So I think it's important to always kind of humble yourself and and send love and compassion to these human beings. Like I send a lot of love and compassion to my mother that has been struggling. Why? Because I understand why she is the way that she is. I know her story. And it's not to accept all of her behaviors or anything like that, but it is to send her love and compassion from afar with boundaries, of course. And I've also communicated a lot with her, like, listen, I am not going to be the person that is going to accept your actions anymore because it hurts me. And having these conversations with people, again, depending on the relationship that you have, some people you're not going to be able to have that conversation with. And I want to send you guys to my first ever episode on the Globe Secrets podcast. It's episode one. It's about forgiveness and letting go. I think this is so important and a really good episode. It's pretty short as well that you should really listen to if you struggle with this because I think it's so important that you learn to let go and forgive people and learning to let go and forgiving people doesn't mean you're accepting the things that they have done. It's really giving yourself forgiveness and peace and to be able to move on in your life because the more that we dwell and obsess over the things that we cannot change, you're really we're really just hurting ourselves. And I give you guys some practical tips that you can do with that process. And I remind you that there's going to be times, whether that's relationships or people in general, friendships, whatever, that you're not going to get a story. You're not going to get a perspective from some people in your life the way that you are trying to get them to see. Like, thankfully, my mother can completely see where I'm coming from when I tell her I need to set boundaries or when I tell her that I've been hurting and her actions have hurt me. Like, she has owned a lot of it. Which also, side note, doesn't mean just because somebody owns the fact that they have made poor decisions in their lives means that they will change. So always remind yourself of that. But I feel a lot of peace with that because I have somebody who understands the things and the hurt that they have caused me. But sometimes you're not going to get that from people. Sometimes you can't have conversations with your friends and express how you're feeling. And again, I think it's really important that you go to that first episode. I think it will be very helpful if you really struggle with kind of getting over a person who has done toxic things to you or hurt you in the past. 
So I think that's really the process in which I personally went through is the surrendering and the potential grieving of a loss of somebody that who you thought was going to be one way and they turned out not to be and protecting your peace and and creating boundaries and working internally and focusing on the things that you can work on yourself. And that will create some healing for yourself. I promise you that. And also sending love and compassion to the person who has probably hurt you in the past or doesn't see things the way that you would like them to see. I think we're all on a healing journey and I need you to remind yourself that when it comes to trying to share and help and protect the people that you love. And as much as you want to bring these people on the same journey as you, it's important to realize that we are all on our own timelines and you cannot change somebody who is not ready to change. You can show and lead by example. That is the best thing that I probably have done for my mother and I think people in general is, and even with my own friends, right? Like I'm starting to realize, like I've told you guys that I have been that friend of being a therapist and the advice giver and stuff, but I started to realize like it doesn't it doesn't feel good to me to be the person who is constantly giving advice and then getting disappointed when people don't take that advice because really and truly again people are on their own timeline and people will also take 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 a lot from you and leave you feeling completely defeated and depleted and still not change and coming from experience that has happened time and time and time and time again with a lot of friends within my life and of course the people in my family like my mother so i want to send you a message of you are not alone i think this is something that's very deep and hurtful because it is it, this is a process in which we sometimes have to go through with the people who are so important in our lives. It's not people who we don't really care about and that we can just move on and ghost and forget about. These are people who are constantly going to be in our lives forever. Some of these people, like especially if it's your family. And I want you to know that I am here. I've been through it. There are so many women or men. I call you guys girlies. You guys know, but there might be men listening to this. There are so many people who are dealing with the same thing that you are. Like I said in my, even my DMs, like there's so many people listening to this podcast right now that are going through the same thing, who are struggling, who are feeling alone, who are feeling like nobody's listening to them and they're on the healing journey themselves. And the truth is you are not on this healing journey alone. You're not. You, it, it might take some time for you to find the people that will help support you on this healing journey who will think the same way that you do and who will understand your struggles but they will come and the thing is i want you to remind yourself is the more that you spend time trying to fix people who are not willing to be fixed the more time you take away from the people that are already working on themselves and who are already on this journey with you and want to be on this journey with you we spend so much energy on the negative and i really want you to remind yourself like there are friends and family and men and women in your life that you can become a match to that are on the same energetic level that you are. I think if you're on this journey, you know how important it is to surround yourself with people who are thinking the same way and who are, you know, aligning the same way that you are. And of course, you don't want to not acknowledge the fact that there's negative in your life. I always talk about sitting with negative emotions and working through a lot of traumas. 
But just remind yourself there is light at the end of the tunnel. You will go through ebbs and flows and you will feel down. But just remind yourself like you are strong. There are people that are strong that are with you, that are here with you. You might not be able to find them yet. But I promise you the moment you really start to embrace the fact that you do not need to fix other people's unhealed traumas, your energy will change and you will start to become a match to people like me, like the women who are listening to this podcast. And this is what I'm trying to do is to create more of a community. If you guys want also, you can join my Facebook community and there's so many women, there's like over 400 women in there. There's there's not many women who like post on there, but if you guys want to connect, you absolutely can. I'm always posting in there as well. And of course, just comment sections. I find that TikTok, my TikTok comment section is amazing. I love you guys who comment on my videos. And I think that there's a lot of dialogue that goes on. There's women supporting women. I think that is the best thing that we could do for ourselves. And even when I go on live and things like that. So without further ado, I think that's today's episode again i really would suggest you go back and listen to my first episode about forgiveness and moving on if you really are stuck in this cycle of trying to change people trying to make them see things that you're seeing and you're just feeling hurt and you're feeling down and you're feeling empty and you're feeling lost i feel you i've been through it so many people have been through it as well and i want you to know that i love you and i am so happy you've listened to this episode If you could please share either screenshot or give me a review, whatever you want. Or if you want to send this episode to maybe another friend of yours or a boyfriend or a family member who is struggling with trying to make people see what they see. I think this message, if we could get it out to more people, I think we would feel a lot better about life. Truly, because I have so much more peace in my life not trying to change people and accepting people who they are and of course creating boundaries and protecting my own peace. I think this is also something that really signals to your inner child and really builds confidence within yourself and trust within yourself that you are doing the right thing. And in turn, that changes your energy and when your energy changes, your life changes. So without further ado, that's today's episode. I'll talk to you guys in the next one. I love you and have a great day.